Thank you. When evaluating your life, don't ask, how happy am I? Ask, how loyal am I and to what? This reframing of a question about the meaning of our lives reminds me of another reframing that was popular in Unitarian Universalist circles some years ago. In terms of understanding myself, of getting a grasp on my own identity, it was suggested that I forego the question, who am I, and rather ask, whose am I? Whose am I? Because there is no identity outside of relationships, writes Reverend Victoria Safford, quoting Quaker teacher Douglas Steer. You can't be a person by yourself. To ask whose am I is to extend the questions far beyond the self and wonder who needs you, who loves you, to whom are you accountable, to whom do you answer, whose life is altered by your choices, with whose life, whose lives is your own all bound up inextricably in obvious or invisible ways. And I wonder if this is what philosopher Josiah Royce, who was the originator of the phrase beloved community, if this is what Royce was going for in highlighting loyalty as an irreplaceable component of morality and meaning. To whom or what are you accountable? To whom or what do you answer? So rather than wondering if I have all that I need to be happy, I ask if I am giving all I can to a worthy cause or to worthy causes. How loyal am I? And then the all-important question, and to what am I loyal? What or who am I loyal to? It is not proper grammar, perhaps, but it has a certain rhythm and it rhymes. What or who am I loyal to? That may be the one thing you carry from the service today. I call it a holy earworm. (laughs) What or who am I loyal to? How do I go about answering that question? In words from our hymnal attributed to Ralph Waldo Emerson, but that cannot be found anywhere in Emerson's work, so most likely they are not Emerson's. But anyway, in words from reading number 563 in our gray hymnal, Singing the Living Tradition, we read, A person will worship something. Have no doubt about that. That which dominates our imaginations and our thoughts will determine our lives and character. Therefore, it behooves us to be careful what we worship. For what we are worshiping, we are becoming. A person will worship something. Let's replace worship with the language of loyalty. A person will show loyalty to something. Have no doubt about that. 
That which dominates our imaginations and our thoughts will determine our lives and character. Therefore, it behooves us to be careful where we place our loyalty, for what we are loyal to is what we are becoming. Once we know what that thing is, that person or concept or thing to which I am loyal, we can then make sense not only of past actions, but also predict future actions. Let me provide an example of this on a societal scale. There are three words that speak of a certain type of loyalty and that describe, alas, the majority of what takes place on a political and corporate level. These three words provide a key to understanding why things happen, especially things that seem counter to the common good, to common sense, and to a common understanding of how we are all connected to one another and to all of life and the earth as a whole, a key to understanding things that don't make sense in any other way. Just three words. Speaking of a primary loyalty, just three words help us understand a lot of what is happening and allow us, unfortunately, to predict a lot of what will continue to happen. Does anyone have a guess? Three words. Blind. I'll give you the first word, follow. Follow the money. Follow the money, right? It explains a lot of things that would not make sense in any other way. Those three words, more than all the high-minded ideals we often hear put forth as primary aspirations, these three words will help you make sense of all too much that is happening. And if we listen to Josiah Royce and to the fake Ralph Waldo Emerson, who point out that people will always be motivated by that which they worship or that to which they are loyal, that our loyalties will guide our behavior and direct our actions, then we can name this as a primary loyalty of much of the world as it is, an endless, insatiable desire for more and more money. Now, money is important. I get that. It helps us to survive and to thrive and to give, to practice generosity. To have money is one thing. What we as a society must answer is, do we want money to have us? To be our primary loyalty, to take precedence over any other loyalties. Because listen, there is a way in which I understand that motivation, that greed, that endless, insatiable desire that whatever else I claim to care about takes precedent. I understand it because I am an addict in recovery from alcoholism for 33 years. And one of the challenging questions that I needed and need to face, which helped me to continue in recovery, one of the questions I needed and need to answer, inspired by Royce's thought, was and is, what or who am I loyal to? Loyalty in and of itself, just as we pointed out for unity, 
last week. Loyalty in and of itself is not good or bad. It can be either one or some mixture thereof, which is why it's so important for me to know where I am placing my loyalty. And just as the fake Emerson said of worship, I think this also goes for loyalty. A person will be loyal to something, even if that something is one's own personal whims or desires. What or who am I loyal to? Because that forms my very person and guides my actions. What or who am I loyal to? To my addictions or to my aspirations? And while I did not begin this sermon with the word loyalty as a familiar part of my vocabulary, the more I think about the words of Josiah Royce and his insights about loyalty and beloved community, the more I understand this as a profoundly meaningful question. Where do our loyalties lie? Whose are we? And while I think I can decipher the loyalty that motivates actions of the powerful on a societal scale, can I also be courageous in exploring that question on an individual, personal scale? How do I go about defining my true loyalties, which may be different than the loyalties I think about or to which I aspire? Because those words in our call to worship from Olympia Brown, they touch me deeply. There is nothing in all the world so important as to be loyal to this faith which has placed before us the loftiest ideals, which has comforted us in sorrow, strengthened us for noble duty, and made the world beautiful. That rings true for me. And if I am to answer Royce's question, what or who am I loyal to? That would be my answer. And the question becomes, do I actually live out that expressed loyalty? Let's say that Unitarian Universalism was against the law. It is against the law to be Unitarian Universalist, could a jury of my peers, having been adequately informed about the values and principles of this living tradition, could a prosecuting attorney furnish this jury with enough evidence from my life for them to find me guilty? To say, yes, he is undoubtedly guilty of that which he has been charged being a Unitarian Universalist. Outside of attendance, of being here in this place, outside of my profession, is there enough evidence in the stuff of my everyday life to convict me? I would like to think the answer is yes, but is it? Certainly not every day. Let's just say the defense attorney would also have a case. Other priorities and loyalties sometimes take precedence. And the question is, what are those other loyalties? If I start with what I do, can I then trace it back to what inspires my actions? What motivates me to order my days in the way that I do? What loyalties guide me? 
The most important questions may not be what do I believe or what religion or philosophy or ethical or political tradition do I follow or even who am I, as that sometimes implies that I can describe myself individually and isolated from the whole beautiful mess of relationships and commitments and entanglements that make up my life. The question that I need to keep before me to answer in relationship and in combined effort in fulfilling our mission together, the question that will be with me when I travel life's circumstances out to its very edges, where my commitments, my loyalties, my love are all that I have. The more important question is what matters most in my life? To whom or to what do I belong? What or who am I loyal to? David Brooks points out that for Royce, the good human life meant loyalty, the willing and practical and thoroughgoing devotion of a person to a cause. And that this cause can not only give unity and consistency to life, but also call us into relationship and community because there are always others serving the same cause. A cause such as, oh, I don't know, maybe deepening connections by nurturing spiritual growth, practicing justice and inspiring joy. A cause, maybe like working to build beloved community. Maybe a cause that calls us to be there for one another like stick and stone. That recognizes that indeed we all need somebody to lean on. 